You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hey, how's everybody doing today? Okay, today, um, this is an episode that I've been wanting to do for, for quite a while. And it's taking me a lot of research to, to, to put everything together. And I feel like I'm finally ready to, to do it. Um, like I said, it's been kind of a work in progress, but I feel like it's an extremely important topic. And it's something that I've been wanting to do. Today's episode is about reluctant lies. And who this episode is directed to or directed towards is helping the husbands become better listeners. And what I mean by that is oftentimes what I see, husbands get so excited to, you know, to get their wives into this that when their wives raise objections, they, they sometimes... It's, it's not that they want to rush through them, but it, they, don't, they don't really take the time to listen to what their wives are saying. So what I'm attempting to do with this particular episode is to kind of break down what their objections really mean. Because the reality of this is, regardless of what her objections are, even if they may seem like they're completely out of reach with what you're feeling. For example, there are wives who feel like their husbands are using this lifestyle as a smokescreen for them to be able to play with other women. Now, if you're a husband and your wife feels this way, in your mind, you may be saying that's the furthest thing from the truth. But even if that's the case, you can't be dismissive with her. Like you can't make her feel like, oh, you got nothing to worry about and then just move on past it. Like you, you have to, if you're serious about wanting to get in this lifestyle with her, you have to address that. And you have to address that until she feels comfortable enough to move on to the next thing. For example, if your wife has five major objections, then you have to address each in every one of those objections until she is satisfied. And, you, you know, you can't sweep anything under the rug. You know, there is, no, there is no quick fix for this. You have to address each and every one. So what I want to do with this episode is to kind of break things down as much as I can to help the husbands maybe understand what their wives are saying when they raise some of these objections. And what I've noticed is that they, they, they tend to fall in, in one of a few different categories. Now, you know, obviously this is not written in stone, but this is just how I see them, um, just to kind of make it a little simpler. And that is there's an emotional fear that they have, which are these fears are usually based on, you know, they affect the way that she feels about herself, the way that she thinks you feel about her, the way people perceive her, 
you know, like her emotions, how she feels. And then you have fears that uh, fall under the relationship fear, which is these are the things that she feels like, how are they going to affect our relationship? How are they going to affect our marriage? You know, um, and then you have a, a smaller category, but it's, it's still something that supermodels are concerned of, which are physical fears, you know, as far as, you know, uh, I don't want to catch anything. You know, uh, how do I know that you're going to be able to protect me? Am I going to be safe with these men? Like physical fears, like afraid of some type of harm uh, coming to her. And then the last group are just what I refer to as other, meaning they don't really fit any one of those those other categories. But there are a few things that, you know, that fall under that. So I'm going to go ahead and address a few things that you may uh, commonly hear as an objection when you're talking about emotional fear. Okay, uh, one common one, some wives may say, you know, what if I fall in love with my bull? In other words, what if she develops strong feelings for this other person? And, you know, that may be a reason why she's reluctant to pursue it. And so if your wife or your significant other expresses that as a concern, listen to her you know, and, you know, maybe help her understand that, you know, one of the things that that successful couples and successful wives are able to do, you know, in this lifestyle is, you know, they are able to separate sex and love. You know, they're able to kind of keep their feelings you know, out of it. And that's okay. Like, it's okay to have fun having sex with somebody. Like, that's not wrong. And even in the case where, you know, maybe your wife might not want to have that kind of sex. Maybe she wants to have feelings for her bull. That's not uncommon either. You know, and you can let her know that if that's something that she wants to explore, if you're comfortable with it, that that is an option. You know, maybe not full-on you know, a romantic type of love, but it's it's quite possible to have, you know, uh, some type of relationship with your bull where it kind of falls in between that, you know, being madly in love, but also, you know, feeling like you're, you know, like you're banging a stranger, you know, so if that's an objection that your wife has, you know, listen to her, you know, hear her, understand what she's saying, and, you know, let her know that there there's room in there. You know, if she's scared about falling in love, then, you know, you can keep things more, you know, anonymous. If, she, however, she's searching for that, you know, connection, you know, that's possible as well with the right bull. Okay. Um, something else that may fall under emotional fear is, uh, you know, women have often said that, you know, being a hot wife makes them feel cheap and used. And if this is an objection, you know, that your wife has, you know, one of the things that you might want to take into account is, sexually speaking, men have it a lot easier in this society. You know, you know the transition is not made as difficult for us to get enjoyment out of sex. In other words, almost like the groundwork for that is laid when we're young. You know, whereas for for women, they aren't they aren't given that same freedom 
to enjoy sex just for the sake of enjoying it. You know, I mean, if you want to, you know, an example, just look at TV. You know, ever since I've been watching TV, you know, there have been popular shows where there always seems to be, you know, a male character who's the ladies' man. You know, whether you want to talk about the Fonz or Ted dancing on Cheers or I remember John Larroquette on, on Night Court and, you know, Joey on Friends. And it goes on and on and on and on. I mean, anytime there's any kind of ensemble cast, there's always a ladies' man character. And, you know, is he viewed as being shallow sometimes? Yeah, but oftentimes, he, you know, he's the envy of the other men and, you know, he's always got beautiful women all over him and, you know, he's always a very popular character on the show. You know, they don't make him seem like his life is all fucked up, you know, but whenever there's a woman who is that way and there aren't a lot that come to mind, but just a few know, probably one of the first ones I remember seeing was Laverne from Laverne and Shirley. You know, uh, of course, there's Blanche from the Golden Girls, but they were always made to look like they couldn't keep a man, you know, like they were missing something. Like they were never celebrated for, you know, being single and free and easy and having a good time. They were put down. And in a case like Blanche, you know, she was slut shamed. I mean, the first time I ever heard slut on TV was, you know, from, um, uh, Sophia, you know, talking to Blanche, you know, so there was slut shaming going on there, you know, and then you, you know, if you want to fast forward to, you know, to Samantha on Sex in the City, you know, she was always, you know, portrayed as, you know, having issues and not being able to keep a man and using sex as a, you know, as a fill-in for happiness, and, like, they never made it seem like this is what she wanted to do and she was perfectly happy with it, and even her friends kind of questioned it. They never celebrated her freedom. So with all that being said, it's, it's, it hasn't been easy for women to get to this point where they can en enjoy sex, and, you know, they're often told that if you do, if you do have multiple lovers, if you are promiscuous, then there's something wrong with you. You're some kind of harlot, you know, a whore, a slut whatever, you know, men don't want to marry that kind of woman. So, you know, it's, it's easy to understand why a woman would feel cheap and used when viewed as a sexual object by men other than her husband, because society says that she's not supposed to want that. And it, they definitely say that she's not supposed to enjoy it. So if that's an objection that your wife has, just understand where it's coming from and understand that this has been years and years and years and years of conditioning, meaning you're not just going to wipe it out in a conversation, you know, but just, you know, reassure her and, 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 and let her know that, you know, that you have her back, that you love her, and you want to give her an opportunity to, to explore this you know, in a safe way and that it, it's not going to change the way that, that you feel about her. So just keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, another objection that you commonly hear in this is not sure if he loves me as much if he wants to see me with other men. Now that's actually a common one. And that's actually something that I've seen men who are trying to you know, and I'm putting air quotes up, who are trying to steal a woman from her husband. Like these, these guys who call themselves bulls, who are kind of shady, who are trying to take a woman away from her husband. That's the angle that they'll use. 
oh, if you were mine, I would never share you. Or he must not really love you if he shares you, which I think is a crock. The reality is there are just some men out there, myself included, where we're just wired a, a different way, where for whatever reason we get turned on by thoughts that would make other men angry or jealous. You know, it's just the way that our minds work. But if that's an objection that your wife has, you can't respond with, you know, oh, you're crazy for thinking that, or of course I love you. You have to understand and you have to listen and you have to understand where that's coming from because society says that men get jealous and men who get jealous, their, their primary argument is I get jealous because I care, you know, and so you have these women out there who feel that they equate jealousy with caring, you know, and even though they may say they don't want a jealous man, there's still people that believe that. So if a guy doesn't get jealous, then you can see how somebody can make the jump to, oh, well, he must not care. And so if that's an objection that your wife has, then you know, you have to, you have to listen to her and, and let her know that that's not the case, that, you know, you, you're, that you're crazy about her and this is just how your brain works and get her to understand that it's not a reflection on, you know, how much or how little you love her, you know, that you just want to share this with her and, you know, you have, so much confidence in your love for each other that you feel comfortable with her being with another man. So you have to get her to feel that it's the opposite, that you wanting her to do this is not coming from a lack of love that you have for her, but it's coming from, you know, the opposite end of the spectrum, an abundance of love that you have for her. And you have to reinforce that and you know and and drill that into her head until she understands until she no longer sees it you know as that because like I said their perception is their reality so even if you don't understand why she's feeling that way the fact that she feels that way should be enough for you to take it seriously okay um, another objection that you see that falls under this under the emotional fear is uh, he's going to look at me differently if I actually sleep with another man. Okay. And this is one that I've, I've heard a lot. And I think this kind of comes from what I spoke on a little bit earlier, where society tells women that, you know, the whole, the whole thing, you know, freak in the sheets, you know, angel at the altar, whatever, however it goes. But basically that men don't want to marry those types of women. Like, they'll fuck them. They'll play with them. But when it comes time to get married, they want the pure, untouched, you know, type of woman to be their wife. That's the woman that they want to take home to mom. And the reality is that, that that's just not true. I mean, that's what society says. But I'm sure many of you who are listening to this understand that what society feels and what and the way that we see things are, are two different things. But again, it helps to understand where that objection is coming from and what she's saying, you know, and what you have to do when she expresses that concern is 
you know, is to reassure her, to let her know again that you have her back and you're not going anywhere and, you know, that you can handle this because, you know, she's worried that, you know, if she does this, that now you're not going to see her as your wife. You're not going to see her as the mother of your children and you're going to see her as some type of slut and men don't want to be with sluts. You know, that's what... That's the mind trick that's played on women. You know, don't go fucking anybody because if you fuck other guys, then no guy is going to want to marry you. No man wants to be with a slut. You know, that's what women hear. And it's a bunch of bullshit, but that's what they hear. Guys don't hear that. Guys don't hear, hey, keep your dick in your pants because women don't want to marry a guy that's fucked a lot of women. You know, I don't think I've ever heard that growing up, ever. You know, and if any of you guys out there you know, did hit, and I'm not talking about for religious reasons, you know, as far as abstaining and things like that. I'm talking about the fact that women don't want guys who have a lengthy sexual history. I'm talking about that aspect of it because that's what's sold to women. You know, women, you don't, you don't want those notches on your bedpost to be many because men don't want those kind of women, you know, so if she says that that's her fear, that you're going to look at her differently, then hear her. Hear what she's saying. Understand what's behind that to have a better understanding of where she's coming from so that you can do a better job at, at reassuring her. You know, so you, know, you have to you know, hear her and, and let her know that you understand you know, where where she's coming from. Okay. And something else that falls under this is, uh, women who feel like they don't think that other men will desire them. And again, this is coming more from an insecurity side where, okay, what if I decide to do this and nobody else wants me, you know, like, okay, you're my husband. Of course you want me, but what if other men don't? And, you know, for a lot of women who are married, once they got married, you know, I'm talking about the women who are not in this lifestyle, they kind of turned off that part of their brain where they were trying to attract the attention of other men. You know, it's like, okay, I've got my husband, I'm married, I'm a mom. You know, yeah, they may do things to catch their husband's eye every once in a while, but for the most part, they, they've kind of shut that part of their brain down. They're not really going out of their way you know, to, to, to be attractive, not, not necessarily be attractive, but to, to intentionally catch the attention and catch the eye of a man who's not their husband. So then this lifestyle kind of presents itself and it's like, okay, that, that, that switch is turned back on. And there are some women who they've kind of been out of the game for a little while. And, you know, maybe there's, you know, some body, you know, their body has changed since they were, you know, since they were last single and, they worry about that. And you might look at your wife and be like, baby, you're hot. You're, you know, what are you talking about? Of course men are going to want you. And that may very well be the case. But again, understand what she is saying, you know, and understand that for them, that that's a very real concern. You know, like she doesn't want that kind of rejection. You know, so, you know, what can you do to combat that if that's her primary, you know, her primary concern? You know, whatever her type is, 
you know, when you're, you know, when you're trying to find a, you know, a guy for her, when you guys are out there looking for that first bull for her, you know, put a little extra effort into finding a guy that likes exactly what she is. If she's tall, if she's short, if she's thick, if she's thin, if she's a redhead, if she's a blonde, if she's a brunette, whatever. Put a little bit of extra time to find a guy that likes specifically what her type is, as opposed to just a guy that's looking for a hot wife to play with. Find a guy that's got a fetish for redheads. You know, if she's a curvy woman, find a guy that's got a thing for curvy women. If she's a short woman, find a guy that's got a thing for short women. In other words, find somebody that is going to truly desire someone just like her so that out the gate, she gets that experience of not just having a guy that's into her, but having somebody that's, that's like crazy about her, about her appearance, about the, the, the unique package that, that she presents. So again, you know, if that's her fear, understand it. Don't be dismissive about it. Don't be in a rush to get her in a lifestyle here and, 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 and take those steps, you know, take those precautions, you know, and then another type of, uh, I guess, something else that I would put in the emotional fear uh, category is uh, women who feel like it's cheating. And, you know, again, you can understand why because of what society says about how women are in relationships and how they should behave and, and everything like that. And, you know, it's, it's not about arguing the point with her that it's not cheating it's about getting her to understand why in your particular case it's not cheating you know however you want to justify it however you want to explain it but just getting her to understand that you know if she's doing it with your blessing that it's not cheating you know like to some people cheating is when you're being shady or underhanded about it you know sneaking around you know, and you can let her know that this is not sneaking around. Therefore, it's not cheating. You're not doing it behind my back. You know, you're doing it either with my full knowledge and, and you know, and encouragement, or you're doing it right in front of my face. I'm sorry, having my morning coffee here. You know, so, you know, just kind of letting her understand that you understand where she's coming from, you know, and I'm sure there may be some other things that fall under emotional fear that I might be leaving out, but hopefully you understand what I meant by, by those things. Like, like there are things about how she feels, you know, about herself, how you're going to feel towards her, how she's going to feel towards you. And just listening to her, hearing her out and, you know, mainly with these things, it, it comes down to reassuring her, showing her that you're listening, showing her that you understand, and reassuring her, and, and, and addressing each one of those objections, however many there may be, one at a time. Okay, uh, now we move on to relationship fears. Again, these are concerns that they have as far as how things might change if she, get, if, if she walks this path. Okay, um, one thing that you see that, that is, is rather common is you know, women who feel guilty afterwards. 
and this may be something that might fall under e- emotional, but I felt like it was, it, it fit more in this category because that guilt affects the relationship. And it's common, you know, for a woman after their first experience, because, you know, it's, it's like, wow, I, I just slept with another man. I broke my marriage vows, you know, and it's quite possible that there could be some guilt you know, associated with that. And if, if that's something that your wife is feeling or worries about feeling, don't be so quick to talk about how hot it was and how exciting it was, you know, focus more on the fact that, you know, not only do you still love her, but you love her even more for putting herself in that position for you, that you love her even more for trusting you and how, you know, how lucky and how fortunate you are to have a woman like that, you know, reassure her, build her up, you know, let her know that, you know, she has nothing to feel guilty about. She didn't do anything wrong. And like I said, just understand where, where those feelings are coming from. I mean, that's going to be the common thread pretty much for all of these things is just listening and, and having a better understanding of where these feelings are coming from and acknowledging them and not being dismissive of them. Okay. Um, another one is, is their fear of breaking the trust of the relationship that you have. And again, this falls under being open, being honest. Like as long as you're being open and honest, then there's no, there's no trust being broken. You know, and getting her to to understand that, you know, that communication is the key. And that as long as you two continue to communicate with one another, then, you know, that that trust shouldn't be an issue. But again, not to beat the dead horse, but understand where she's coming from. When she says that, what is she really saying? You know, and, you know, if your woman is the type that, that doesn't want you playing with other women, then you have to, you know, reassure her. This is, this is not you taking the back road to that conclusion. You know, that she can trust you, that this is all about her. This is not about you setting her up so that you can play with somebody else. Okay. All right. Here's one that uh, someone told me about. Okay. My girlfriend says that she loves me too much and also says that I'm the best she's ever had but I know that there are better out there. So your woman, her objection may be that she's completely happy with what you guys have. She has no desire to, to experience anyone else or to do anything else. And that may very well be the case. And as far as, how you address that. I mean, I guess that there could be, you know, several you know, different ways. Like if she thinks that you're the best and if you happen to be a very, you know, competent and skilled lover, you know, then, you know, you might not want to use the angle as far as finding someone better, just different, you know, just experiencing something different, just being able to experience just watching her because, when you're playing with her yourself, you don't you don't necessarily get to watch yourself in that way. 
you know, and being able to admire her, her beauty and her sensuality from a different perspective. You know, so if, if she feels that way, even if you feel that you're not that strong of a lover, you know, understand where she's coming from, or maybe she's even afraid, like maybe she's trying to convince herself of that because in her mind, she's like, well, what if I, you know, what if I find out that my husband isn't that good in bed? You know, what is that going to do to us? How is that going to affect us? You know, so, you know, again, it comes down to reassuring her and letting her know that if even if that is the case, that it's it's okay for her to enjoy it. You know, that it, it's that you're not going anywhere, you know, so, you know, if they say that, you know, you're all if she says that she you know you're all she needs. Understand that, you know, part of the reason why she may say be saying that is because she's afraid that you might not be all that she needs and she doesn't want to even open up that door, you know, so talk to her some more and find out, you know, if that's the real reason, you know, because I often say people have two reasons for doing something. They have the reason that sounds good and then there's the real reason. And so, you know, if, if that's her objection, you know, have those open and frank conversations with her and see if, if there's something else at the heart of it. You know, if her saying that, you know, you're great and she has no desire for anyone else. Is that just kind of covering up the fact that, you know, she doesn't want to find out just how not so great you might actually be? Like she's, ha you know, what did they say? Ignorance is bliss. Like she's happy living in that world where you're pretty much the only sexual partner that she knows. Because what if I find out that he's not so good? Am I going to crave it more? And is that going to cause problems? So again, Explore her feelings, investigate, find out, help her understand, you know, reassure her. You know, uh, again, and this is, a, this is a very, very, very common one, you know, that he just wants to use this lifestyle as an excuse to play with other women. That's a big one. Like, there are a lot of women that think that. It's interesting. I've met a number of couples in this lifestyle, and it's kind of funny to see sometimes, but couples where you know the wife plays a lot and the husband does not play at all meaning there are a lot of wives in this lifestyle where that is not a two-way street they are not cool with their husbands playing with other women for whatever reason they just you know some of them openly admit that they're jealous that it's an insecurity but whatever the reason is that's not something that they are going to do and if they really if if this if their husband playing with other men was a requirement for them to get into this lifestyle, a lot of these women wouldn't be in this lifestyle. They would just still be with their husbands because they are not feeling that part of it at all. So if that is your wife's objections about her having a fear of you being with other women, if you truly have no desire to do that, then, you know, it may take a while for you to reassure her. But if that's how you truly feel, eventually I'm sure she'll get your point. You know, but if you're being honest with yourself and you're kind of holding out hope in the back of your mind that maybe one day she does relent and let you play with other women, then you're doing this for the wrong reason. Like, like if that's what you want, then just propose swinging. But don't, don't use the excuse of, 
of wanting her to be a hot wife so that you can kind of come through the back door. Like if that's how you really feel, then just be honest about it and let the chips fall where they may. But don't, 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 in other words, don't set her up. You know, if you truly do want to do this because you want to see her enjoying herself with other men and, and it has nothing to do with you playing with other women, then eventually if that's how you really feel, it'll shine through. But just understand that you can't dismiss it. You know, you can't make her feel like she's being crazy for even thinking about that. Like I said, understand her, listen to her, and, and take the time to, to hear her out and, and reassure her. Because like I said, in her mind, perception is reality. Okay. What if my husband has regrets afterwards? Again, I guess this is similar to the what if it changes the way that he, you know, if he sees her differently. You know, are there instances, I guess, where a husband really says that he wants this and, and she does it? And afterwards, he realizes that it, it, it wasn't for him. I guess it's possible. What I would say to, to the husbands is if, if your wife feels that way, if your wife is concerned that you may have feelings of regret afterwards, you need to be honest with yourself and ask yourself, is there anything that you've done that, may make her feel that way meaning you know have you been a jealous guy in the past you know and if you have been has it been fairly recent like if in the last year or so meaning is it something that's that's fresh in her mind like is there anything that you have actively done recently that makes her feel like you might not be able to handle that and if there is you know you have to kind of self-examine yourself and ask yourself, you know, can you really do this? Because once you open that door, it's, it's difficult to close. And I've seen guys make that mistake where they spend all of this time trying to get their wives into this. And then she finally does, you know, she finally relents and, and, and they have an experience and he just takes it, you know, he, he, he takes it bad. He reacts in a bad way. And what I've often said is it, it reminds me of a turtle, you know, like she, she, you know, she's ready to do it and she's kind of, you know, she's got her arms and legs outside the shell and she's ready to experience. And then you have that bad reaction and all of a sudden she's right back in that shell and it's shut tight. And if you think it took a lot of effort to get her to do it the first time, wait until you realize that you made a mistake and you want her to do it again and you're trying to convince her that you're not going to react that way. You know, it's, it's twice as hard, five times as hard because now she's basing that fear on something real. Like you can't tell her that it's in her mind because you did have that bad reaction. You know, so my advice to the husbands is always, you know, Make sure you really want this, and if need be, take baby steps. And what I mean by baby steps is, you know, let her talk to somebody first and see how you handle that. And then, you know, 
let her have, you know, go out and let her have dinner with somebody. Just look at her. Just, you know, how do you feel even seeing another man looking at her that way? You know, if they hold hands, how does that make you feel? When she kissed him goodnight, how did that make you feel? Like, 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 you know, and find someone who's willing to be patient. Like, take those baby steps. Because if you jump right into it and you have a bad reaction, you know, you could be, you know, setting yourself up for a major step backwards in this. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to send her into that, that turtle shell. So, again, if that's a concern of hers, listen to her, talk to her, and be honest with yourself. Like, find out, you know, where is, where is this coming from? Where is this fear? Where is that concern coming from? Okay, the, the, the next area is what I like to refer to as, as other, okay? And, you know, like I said, these are things that don't, that, that don't really fall under any, any particular category, but they're still important, you know? And, uh, okay, one is, it sounds exciting, but I'm just too scared to have sex with a stranger. Okay. Again, talk to her and, and, and find out where that's coming from. You know, you know, is that part of that residual being afraid to be viewed or seen as a slut kind of thing? You know, or, okay, what constitutes a stranger? You know, do you mean that you don't want to play with somebody that you just met that night? For example, if you go to a club and there's somebody that, you know, there's mutual interest. Like, do you mean that kind of stranger? Or, you know, do you want it to come from somebody that is already a friend of ours? You know, are you open to, you know, to meeting someone and developing a friendship with them knowing that we're already in the lifestyle? You know, so, so find out exactly what, you know, what constitutes a stranger in her eyes. Not in your eyes, but in her eyes, what is a stranger? And what would it take for her to not see a guy as a stranger? Okay, so like I said, just, you know, listen to her and understand and, and, and see if there's a way to make her feel comfortable within that so that, you know, she's not feeling like she's playing with a stranger, but yet you're not taking the risk of playing with somebody who's so close to home, so to speak, you know, somebody from your inner circle or, a, you know, a good friend or something like that. Okay. Um, it's fine as a fantasy, but not reality again. Okay. You know, that might be those cases where when you talk about it in fantasy, she gets all hot and bothered about the idea, but, when you talk about actually doing it, you know, there, there are objections, you know, and she's, she's not really with it. So again, it might not be just any one reason, you know, you might, you know, talk to her and dig into this and find that it might be a combination of those different things that I mentioned. But what you do know in those cases is that the idea is exciting to her but that there's something holding her back. So you need to investigate and let her know that, you know, it's okay. That it's okay for her to be honest about what she's feeling, that you're not going to get upset, that you're not going to judge her. And that's, you know, probably the most important thing in all of this is letting her know that you're not going to get mad. 
you're not going to get angry. You know, you're not going to judge her. You're not going to be, you know, accusing her of anything. Like you, you just want to know what she is truly feeling so that you guys can have an open and honest discussion about it. Okay. Um, and this, this one uh, kind of, I guess, picks up on what I talked about earlier. I'm very happy with our current sex life. Why should I go through all the time and trouble of dating all over again? That's one reason why she married him. He totally satisfies me. And like I said, you know, that may very well be the case. You know, um, if, if, if that's a concern of hers, you know, you may have to start small and just, you know, that, you know, you enjoy seeing her getting attention. You know, it, it might just be some kind of, of naughty you know, sex play you have where maybe you dress, you know, she dresses real sexy and the two of you go somewhere, like to a movie or out to dinner or somewhere just where you're around other people. And, you know, other guys are kind of checking her out. And then when you get along with her, let her, let her feel how much that turns you on. Like, let her see it. Let her experience it, your passion for her when she's in those moments. And, you know, maybe that may, you know, that, you know, maybe that may start to, to affect things where she's like, oh, wow, this, this does turn him on. And maybe she might start to like that. Like, okay, I like how things are ramped up when he's in that type of mood. And that might be her entry level into it. You know, so again, like I said, if that's her objection, you know, listen, explore, talk, you know, find out if there's any other way that it can be addressed, you know, again, baby steps, you know, because just because she's not into it today doesn't mean that she might not be into it six months or a year from now. Okay. Um, I'm afraid of family friends finding out. Obviously that's a big one. And obviously that's something that, you know, that can't be discounted or swept under the rug. So you have to ask yourself, okay, what kind of precautions are we going to take? You know, I know couples who, when they do play, they don't play in their hometown. You know, they only play when they go out of town, whether it's to see family or for business, or they may take trips, you know, specifically for that. You know, um, so that if that's a, a really big concern of hers, then you might want to start out that way and let her get more comfortable with it and then, you know, bring it closer to, you know, the area that you live in as you get more comfortable with it. But just if that's her concern, if that's her concern, then, you know, show her that you respect that and that you're willing to take the necessary precautions to ensure that that doesn't happen. You know, let her know what rules you're going to put in place. You know, you're going to make sure that the guys don't take any pictures. You know, you're going to make sure they know, Hey, no cameras. You know, when you, you know, when you take pictures, if the pictures are just for you, you know, don't post them on any kind of sites, no social media, no Twitter, no Instagram, like nothing like that. Like let her know that these pictures, these videos are, are strictly for, you know, the, the, the two of you to enjoy, you know, uh, you know, research on photo editing software and show her like, you know, this is what I can do to your pictures. You know, if she's concerned about it, you know, uh, there are masks that she can wear, like a Venetian type, eyes wide shut type of mask, you know, and let her know that, hey, anytime we do anything, you know, we'll put this mask on you or, 
You know, I know women that wear wigs, you know, when they play. You know, just different things just to let her know that, okay, we will take precautions, not just limiting the chances of the p- any pictures or videos getting out, but in the event that they do, making sure that you're unrecognizable in them. So it's kind of like a double layer of security there. So, you know, just kind of making her feel safe that, that you're listening and you're taking this seriously and you're taking the necessary precautions. Um, another concern, it goes against my religious beliefs. Now, that's a big one. Like, that's a tough one. And honestly, I'm not, that's one that, that I don't really feel qualified to speak on because I know that that means a lot to people. So if that's a big concern with her, what I want to do is I'm actually in the process of working on an episode to talk to women specifically who had to deal with that because I know that it's common. Um, you know, the way that I look at it is, very, is a very basic way of looking at it, meaning I don't, I don't see anything wrong with loving your wife and how you show that love as long as it's coming from a place of love. That's just me. There, I'm sure that there are people out there who would say that that's a very simplistic way of looking at it. You know, if it is, so be it. But, you know, I know that that's something that is a big deal to a lot of women. And what I want to do is I want to bring together other women who have dealt with that so that they can talk about how they overcame it and how they still deal with it. Because I do know a lot of women who, you know, they're still involved in their church. They're still you know, uh, faithful to their religion and they still enjoy the hot wife or cuck holding lifestyle. So, you know, hopefully that's something that I'll have out soon. And hopefully that's something that will help women who are, you know, who are struggling with that. Um, the last category that I'll say is, is physical fears. And this is a relatively short one because there are only a few things that fall under that, but there are women who, you know, who have that fear of contracting something, getting an STD, you know. Um, and again, very real. Um, there are precautions that people can take, whether it's, it's using protection. Uh, you know, there are people who, you know, who believe in pre-screening, screening themselves, screening their potential lovers, their, you know, their potential playmates. You know, so if that's something that's a real concern of hers, then take those steps. You know, let her know, like, you know, we're going to get tested. We're only going to deal with people who have been tested recently. And, and stick to that, you know, and tell people that, you know, if, you know, you may be the type of couple where she may only want one playmate and she might only want, she might want to be the only playmate that he has. So find somebody that wants the same things. You know, so... But just let her know that there there are precautions that that you can take to to protect her and to make sure that she's protected. Um, something else that I've heard is, you know, how can I be sure that you're going to protect me? In other words, how can she be sure that she's going to be safe when playing with another guy? Not safe from an STD standpoint, but like making sure that no bodily harm is going to come to her, making sure that she's not going to play with someone who 
you know, might not respect her boundaries or her safety or something like that. Like she's gotten so used to being with you, you know, who, you know, her husband and you're very attentive to her, her needs and her wishes and her desires. What if she's with somebody who's not so much, you know? So again, you'll have to reassure her that, you know, it comes down to the pre-screening, you know, finding, making sure you're finding the right person for her and taking steps to find the right person for her. Maybe it's talking to other couples and getting referrals or joining a swinger site and, and finding a guy that's got a good reputation, you know, having a, you know, a few meetings before things move to the bedroom. Like there are different things you can do to give you a good sense. And also more importantly, letting her know that, you know, you're not going to be leaving her alone with, with any guy she plays with. You're going to be right there with her, making sure that she's respected and looked after and cared for and everything. So, again, I'm, I'm sure there may be some things that, that, that I left out. Um, I just really wanted to address this and kind of have this as a guide to the husbands that what I'm really saying is – when your wife has an objection, listen to her. Like, like really, really, really listen to her. Don't let your anxiousness and enthusiasm for doing this make you impatient. You know, if you truly want to get your, life, your wife into this lifestyle, there is no quick fix. You know, there is no express lane to making it happen. If she's got two objections, you got to address each of those two. If she's got 10, you've got to address each of those 10, one at a time. And you don't speed through them. You address them until she's satisfied, until she's comfortable, and then you move on to the next one, and so on, and so on, and so on, until you've addressed all of her fears and concerns. If you're not willing to do that, if you're not willing to put in the time to do that, then you don't really want this. And you don't really want it for the reasons that you think you do, because if you're not willing to make her feel comfortable, then it sounds like you're being kind of selfish. That's just my honest opinion, you know, because this, 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 this is about two people, you know, this is about her getting what she wants, not just you getting what you want. So, you know, that, that's going to require you, you know, listening to her and investing time into this. So, like I said, I just wanted to kind of do this episode just kind of a way to, to help some guys understand when your wife has an objection, what might be behind that objection and helping you, you know, better understand where she's coming from and, and how you can possibly help her work through it. Because like I said, there is, there is no quick fix. There is no magic bullet for any of this. It's, it just takes time and patience, you know, and, and some determination and understanding. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, I wanted to do it because I felt like it was really important and I felt like it could help some people out there. So thank you for listening. You know, I am your host, Michael C. And this has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And like always, I, I look forward to hearing what people think of this. I'm just trying to, you know, help people find their way in this lifestyle. Thank you. See you soon. Signing off. Signing off.